In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form. And hey, do you ever get tired of hearing your own voice in your head when you're reading the Bible? Yeah, my voice is lame. I need a new inner monologue. Have you heard of the Dwell app? It allows you to have scripture read to you by a variety of incredible voices wherever you are. That's incredible. Now, if it only had amazing background music to accompany it. Of course they do. The music calms the mind so you can remember scripture better. And you can impress people with all your Bible knowledge. My insecurities would flee before me. I will become the greatest Christian ever. You need prayer. Hello, hello, and we're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus Jesus life. life. My name is Josh. Josh, we're back. Back in action, my friend. How you doing? Podcast. Andrew. It's been a little bit. Yeah. Dude, we are. Mm -hmm. It's been a little bit. Uh, Weeks are just getting packeder and packeder. I know that's not a word. People chill out. Uh, But we uh, keep trying. uh, And we're here. And we're live. Put this thing in. It is what it is. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you heard at the beginning. We are. And you heard at the beginning, just to get this in real quick, uh, an advertisement for Dwell, which is a That's Bible right. reading app. Um, it was it's actually cool. the fourth most funded app on Kickstarter of all time, which I didn't know. I learned that this last couple of weeks, um, which is a little crazy. But it provides it provides genuine voices of people reading the Bible that actually love reading the Bible alongside intimate music and deeply explorable plans, uh, which is pretty slick. It's not the typical uh, ESV or NIV Bible reader. You probably know that voice if you heard it um, because he's the copyrighted version of those versions. Uh, And it's that dull dude that can be difficult to listen to at times. One's better than the other, but I won't tell you which one. Uh, But 12 gives you, you know, genuinely excited people that want to read scripture um, so if you want to give dwell a try, uh, you can definitely do that by going to this Jesus life podcast.com forward slash dwell and what's up. Uh, check it out. Um, it's $39 for the year, which is a screaming deal. Um, definitely, uh, especially if you got it engraved, the, Bible, the paper know? Bible that you bought and it'll maybe you got your first and exciting. last name uh, on that paper Bible. Depends on how well Dude, your inner you're dialogue is. Serious engraving bucks right there. Oh yeah. That shoots the price up. <laughs> Yeah, you. They saw you coming. Like the Christian bookstore was like, "Oh, oh, I see him coming. We're gonna get this engraving." Not gonna lie though, my wife bucks for a Bible that he paid thirty dollars for. My wife got me one Nailed with you. my name on the front. Are, are you engraved your Bible? Have or do you have an engraved uh, Bible ever since? Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't think I. No, because she got it for me. It was a very thoughtful gift. You know, because your name's on the front. Um, but yeah, but yeah, they got her with the engraving, man. I don't know if she ordered in person or online or what, but see, that's fair. That's what they do. That's their mo is let's engrave stuff at Christian Bible they'll stores. Get you. That's what they do. Yeah, they gotta figure out a they gotta figure out a way to make more money. 
you know, I, I don't know what the Christian Bible market looks like these days. I assume it's still the best-selling Bible, but there's so right. many different Bibles that you'd have to, you probably mm-hmm. have to fight for some space. And since businesses now own <laughs> all of our versions of the Bible, which, you know, you can agree with or disagree with, <laughs> uh, it's kind of what it is. I actually heard, um, yeah. I was listening to a, a King James only pastor recently. I don't even know what I was watching the video for, but he was a, uh, a King James only guy. And he was telling why he was a King James only guy. And I can't remember what his other reason was, but the first reason um, was that the huh. King James Bible was the last Bible that the church itself produced. That it wasn't a business Interesting. that owned the copyrights to it. And he just felt that was more. I was like, yeah, that's a legitimate. That's fairly legitimate. Right. Not that it maybe maybe Life Church could do it. They've invested a fair amount of money in the Bible app um, to put out their own version. But um, yeah. Yeah. It probably is something that we should probably bring back. By the walls, the, I mean the, walls the, the uh, digital the VR walls of the church. Walls, I mean, the uh, of the church. The, <laughs> not the awards. Who knows? We should bring back into the metaverse. Yeah. Yeah, dude. In the, meta, um, in the metaverse, I, yeah. I have okay. I have a random question for you. You should, definitely. and I dude, don't really expect you to have an answer. But if you do, actually, yeah, I bet you do have an answer. Are there any foods that recently you've discovered and or possibly invented that you're all about? Uh, I know it's a hard question, like. Let's not say you're the only person in the world who ate Invented? this. Invented? It is. It is. Dude. But like, are there any foods that you've come across? I feel like this that is a setup question. Combinations that maybe you feel like not many people have tried this and you're loving it, or that you're just all about these days. Yeah, uh, that one's hard. I don't. I don't. I'm not a super adventurous eater in my day to day. Now I can be adventurous. I'm not against it. But I just yeah, don't you were. get through that stuff. So, yeah, no. I was on a hummus kick there for a while, and I overplayed it, which is my MO. Like, I eat a lot of something, and then I just stop eating it completely because I'm like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Um, But the one thing I have been doing, like, I've been making some pizzas at home. Oh, my gosh, you're so good. And it's the same wow. pizza over and over That's again. That's a bold claim. Um, I would say it's, it's top five best pizzas. Yeah that have ever been made at home by somebody that doesn't make their own door dough. I feel like that's a, that's a trophy worth, worth buying. It is right there. Um, but yeah, I would assume that this question is a setup right, question because you have an answer that you want to share with the world. We came what's home from your, church what's and your I was like helping getting the girls food ready, doing all their thing. And without thinking about it, I kind of threw an everything bagel in the toaster oven. I'm like, by the time that's ready, I'll have a plan for it and I'll make a sandwich or something. And then I wasn't thinking and I started heating up leftover taco meat that we had had from the night before. Like taco, like beef, pepper, onion, like all that mixed together. And the toaster oven goes off. My taco heat's warm or taco meat is warm. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm about to have an everything bagel, taco meat with Munster tree- cheese sandwich. <laughs> and I did. And it kind of blew my mind because it was like crazy oh. amounts of flavor. Oh. Like, interesting. it really did, dude. Like everything bagel has blew your mind. That's a strong know. word. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to share my wife's commentary on this story uh, afterward because she is correcting how this came to be and it's cracking me up. Uh, <laughs> Jana will never be in the podcast, but she's always in the podcast. Okay, so here's, I was hoping that here's she was what I'm going to do next time. I am going to she make like, the no, same absolutely. sandwich again, but I'm going to put an egg scrambled directly into the uh, taco meat so it like holds it all together and makes a patty. And then I'm going to throw that on an everything bagel. It was huh. it was ground beef with onions. Was it ground? And it was like, like it was a ground meat or was it taco meat? like steak? Like and I put steak. two pieces of Munster cheese on the bottom so it okay. didn't drip through. Put that sucker, like piled it on, okay. ate it as a sandwich. And dude, it was so good. Like it blew my mind because it was like spicy mixed with the everything like savory, delicious, garlicky-ness. And dude, I would do it again. I'm going to do it again. It was solid. Now, if you'd like to hear my wife's all capital edits. Well, I would love to. That's I'm, I'm waiting in anticipation. And I, I actually got really credit. bored She's very with your mad story right because now. I knew this that is all caps. Was still to come. She says, whatever. I told you to make an everything taco sandwich. <laughs> I can't believe you are taking credit for this. So, world, you're right. Uh, but let me just add, I had put an everything bagel in and I'd already put taco meat in to heat up. Unsure of my plan. In my mind, I'd kind of forgotten about the bagel. And then I brought it all together, obviously with the inspiration uh, from Jana. But, you know, I did it. I ate it. She didn't even try a bite. So at some level, I'm going to take credit for inventing the world's That's first funny. everything on a taco sandwich. It's all yours. That's fair. Everything bigger. I don't I don't eat everything bagels because I don't feel like I'm old enough. Right. I just feel like right. everything like, I, was I always get like a couple everything, everything bagels, bagels for like an adult. And I'm just I'm not an yeah. adult yet. I get jalapeno cheddar is my go to. I'm, I'm, I'm all like about jalapeno cheddar. Bagels. Stuff. Um but but I always get a couple everything just to have Ooh. Ooh, in yeah, case I forgot and then they're the last good. ones eaten. Um, so, you know, slightly old enough. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think Andrew just punished his daughter. And that's no, I didn't. Crying. She grabbed my glasses uh, and was trying to run away with no, them. And then I got all mad thing. when I took my own glasses back. Sure, so speech, speaking of smudge marks, man, smudged. Uh, that's funny. My parents oh had a dog. My parents had a dog that stole my glasses. Oh, no. Like I was visiting and somehow That's he got bad. a hold of my glasses That's overnight bad. and took them outside um, and put them in a solaire of collection of stuff. Uh, that dog, wow. that was one of the craziest dogs that I've ever seen. Like that dog used to climb fences, like not like jump a fence and like try to get over, but used to like put his paws inside the chain link That's and climb man. over the fence. Maybe like, that dog never came seen from prison before. That's, that's like maybe crazy. that dog was in a prison state penitentiary for a while, right you He's know, before you guys got it. And just maybe that's how it got out. Had a Shawshank Redemption style moment, but instead of a. That's how he escaped. I'm trying to remember. Oh, how they got that dog. It used to be my brother's dog. 
Um, and then one day he just called and said, Hey, I'm sending you the dog. That's funny. Um, <laughs> that's how my parents ended up with, oh, which they seemed to be fine with. And then they fell in love with him. RIP, dog. And Man. Cancer and yeah. Had to put him down. But, um, yeah. Craziness. Craziness. Yeah. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, I'm trying to think of anything other craziness that may be going on in life in general. Um, other than being like stupid right. cold. Uh, I was going to say cold as balls because right. um, that's, I don't know. People saying, just say it. I know, it doesn't really know what make that sense. Means, and it makes no sense. Like, I don't find balls cold. <laughs> I don't find human balls or regular balls cold. Um, actually, they're actually pretty hot. Human balls. Like, if you were in my freshman, you know, um, gym class, you know, I had gym at 7, 10 in the morning. Right. Granted, it's right. Arizona. It's not super cold, but like. 40 degrees is pretty cold for Arizona folk. Uh, and now you're outside and you're wearing, you have to wear your gym provided clothing, which for us were That's short awesome. purple shorts. Uh, and then your t-shirt that had your name on it or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, but the way that we kept warm is we all sho- shoved our hands down our <laughs> pants. So you would drive by the softball field and uh, a bunch of dudes just with their hands down their pants. So are you saying it's cold as not balls? Then baseball, like, or whatever the heck cold as something there. else. Same time. That was it. It was really, really my entire. Right. 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 That's what I was saying. It's like, you can't say cold as balls because balls aren't necessarily cold. Um, And when they are cold, they're more innies than outies. So um, there's that piece to it, too. I don't know. Maybe you don't want to be listening to our ball uh, talk. I was heart. listening and I apologize, but no, I find balls. No, funny. I'm still a 12 year old boy. Um, did I tell you my joke? I don't my think nephew? so, man. No. Tell you this, I didn't tell you the my nephew's joke. So, um, my brother and sister in law called me on my birthday, which is last week or the week before, I don't remember. Um, and my nephew, who's now 11, I think he's 11, he's definitely 11 now because his birthday was in February, but I can't remember what day it was. Um, that's what Google Calendar's for. Uh, but uh, he goes, I have a joke for you guys, and we're like doing FaceTime. And he goes, he's like, he goes, uh, and I've told this joke probably five, five or six times people since then. Um, I just told my brother to tell his son this. I was like, tell your son I'm still using this joke. Uh, why? But he says, why did um, Olaf, Great. why was Olaf yellow? Uh, and you're like, well, probably pee, but like, why? Uh, and he goes, oh, because so also funny. let it go. I can't wait to retell that. That's a great joke. That's a great joke. Because uh, Elsa let it go. That's, that's pretty fantastic and funny. Uh-huh. Well, and the best part of it is, is his mom got all offended. She's like, don't say that. And then got bad at my brother for laughing. But you're like, that's funny. Yeah. And, you know, men okay, are just 12-year-old boys inside. Anybody just, who's watched Frozen. Pee jokes are still yeah, funny to that's, us. I, if that's not and funny I, to you. I would hope I, they'll always be funny to me. <laughs> that's great, man. Oh, I've never watched funny. Frozen. Hey, that's active funny. updates. I knew what it meant. Uh, Jana says we're not allowed to say balls on this Jesus Life podcast. So we're in trouble. Um, our editor. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to change that to testicles. And very mad at you, Josh, um, for that. Um, No, she doesn't. I wish she did. I wish she came on. I wish she was a contributor at some point. I wish she was. We're going to keep working on that, people. 
Yeah. I wish you would too. But she's a scaredy cat. <laughs> she's like, I have nothing to share or say to them. Professional, like, professional <laughs> counselor. I'm like, you beat up Christ for a long time. <laughs> we do it every week. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's she all caps text me. and upset. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, what'd she say? <laughs> she said, I don't know what you just said, but I'm sure so we are in a fight right now. Oh man, that's the best. That's the best. Dude, um, speaking of being in a fight right, <laughs> right now, um, Josh and I were in a very heated debate uh, you know, before the show of like which of the things are we gonna talk about today? And I don't think we're in a fight about it. But I think we decided we're not going to talk about any of those things today. We're going to talk about life and what God's teaching us and try to just hang out for a little bit, um, which sounded way better to us. So if you're, oh no, she pinched your hand. So if you're here for the series, you might be disappointed. Oh, which is fine. We'll start a new series next week. I think we did church, church words. Great. Um, we cover a lot of ground, but I'm bored now. Uh, and we said, we said at the beginning, just to be on record, that we're going to do this series until we're bored with it and change it to something else. And then we change it to something else. Um, <laughs> my response to your wife was <laughs> testicles, just that word, which, by the way, I didn't spell right. So I had to Google uh, and I was a little nervous Googling oh, testicles, so but funny. it seemed fine and it spelled it correctly oh, for me. Nothing bad came back uh, and freaked me out. But, That's great. Uh, then she responded well, with, oh, testes not. are fine. Man. Carry on. <laughs> so it's just the balls work. Yeah. She doesn't like balls. <laughs> That's right. If she had boys, she would be more open to it. Yes. Yes. All right, Andrew, to, to bring Jesus into our conversation, at least just a little bit, though he made testicles, so he's he's okay with this, this terminology. Um, what's he teaching you right now? What are you learning mm. about yourself, about him? What is he telling Man, you to do, not telling you not to do? Uh, most of my stuff of those things are probably comes things. back to parenting um, in this season. Like, you know, one-year-old, three-year-old, you guys, if you're listening, hear them more often than not on the podcast yelling or giggling or laughing or screaming or whatever. But yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. I... I don't, there's not like one crystallized point of like, this is what God is teaching me right now. Um, but I think a lot of it has to do with patience, uh, patience with my kids. Um, one of the biggest things we, we have been working through um, the book of James um, as my, Jana and I are, are leading a group of, of people at our church, just like six weeks or seven week series of like going through James, uh, together. And our church is doing a bunch of these like life groups for a short time. Um, and anyway, man, um, it's been cool. Like a lot of us in the, in the group also have kids and there's so much in there about faith and works and like going hand in hand. Um, that I don't know. Um, that just, has been very present in my life. And often my works in this season have been just like, how do I be a good dad? How do I not lose my cool? How do I use this teachable moment in a positive way? Um, not a negative one. 
all kinds of stuff like that. So I don't know. It's just like the, the day in day out difficult, but really important stuff uh, for me that I've just seen God often show up and um, yeah, man. And then also like that, I told you a while back about that theme of like, don't take credit for my good ideas. And, and that's been something that God has re taught me in a kind way or just reminded me of often because work has been really good and really full and I've been able to make some good impact recently, but, uh, but just being willing, being quick to give glory back to God for that work has been a theme, you know, for me. So what about you, man? What's God teaching or saying or doing in your life? That was one of those questions that I asked you for and halfway through, I realized, Oh shoot. Uh, he's going to ask me and I'm going to have to answer for this. So I should probably figure it out. I just pulled out my journal. Um, and by journal, I mean iPad with good notes on it. Um, let's see. Well, one thing I, I did realize when talking about Jesus things, um, waving at you, Jana. Jana just walked by. She won't be on the podcast, but she'll be in the background of the podcast. Um, is, um, talking about, you know, disciple making and, and how do we reproduce ourselves into others. And um, part of our disciple making, making strategy, it's built on this simple formula is takes an intentional um, leader, a relational environment, a reproducible process is how we make disciples. And then we define disciple as uh, Matthew 419, which I won't quote to you right now. I'll just let you go look it up because I'm probably helpful for you. But um uh, one of the things of being an intentional leader is you have to provide opportunity to those that you're discipling, you're leading a place to, to lead, um, which is something I don't, I don't often think about myself. Um, like no one ever gave me a place to lead growing up. I kind of just took it. It was there and I just ran with yeah. it or gra- gathered people. Um, so I just assume everybody does it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, come to find out majority of, of the world does not do it that way. They're not going to lead till they give the opportunity to. Um, yeah. And then you lead long enough and then you don't want the opportunity. So you don't take the lead. Um, <laughs> you know, let someone else do it. I don't care. Um, and then uh, the other thing I realized though, in the, in the, that same vein is ah. um, if I'm still learning something, I forget to give opportunity yeah. for other people to lead. Cause I don't feel like, I know it well enough, mm. so I have nothing to offer in that area. Um, so there's little things like that where you're like, oh, I didn't realize you're stunting growth and other people, you know, becoming disciple makers or taking their next step with Jesus because you're not providing them opportunity yeah. to do those things or to practice those things um, for a variety of different reasons. But those are my two big reasons is I don't think about it. I just assume people take it. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. if I don't feel like an expert at it, I don't, it doesn't occur to me to bring someone else along. Well, that's pretty cool. That's all Probably about like Jimmy that's, as of this equipping, morning, you know, and empowering other people um, in the process of leading, even if you don't have it 100% figured out. Um, that's a good reminder, man. Yeah, that's wise. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's what he did, right? Like taking mm-hmm. disciples with him, just hanging out, walking around to places, doing all kinds of crazy miracles and ministry actively. But, you know, I'm sure he gave the disciples tons of platforms to lead, even in the midst of mm-hmm. like the peak of his ministry. You know, I don't think he just was like, all right, you guys take a backseat and watch, you know, he's actively, I'm sure, giving them tons of roles throughout um, that mattered, you know? 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, this is our language that we put towards this, you know, intentional leader relational environment, reproducible process. But it's what Jesus did. There's plenty of other groups and organizations out there that put it's the same model with different language. Um, but we're all just trying to copy Jesus and try to copy the, the early church fathers and apostles um, since this is what um, they modeled. Yeah. Uh, slow growth doesn't happen overnight, but it's exponential growth eventually. Yeah. Um, as more and more people start to totally start to live out the great commissions. Jesus yeah, dude. into this too, but take some time to get there. Mm. That is for sure. All right, Andrew, one thing that you are consuming right now could be consuming. Cause it's funny. Could be consuming. Cause it's <laughs> inspirational. Could be consuming. Cause you're learning something uh, from it. It could be a TV show. It could be a podcast. I hear it that's a pretty book. great podcast. Uh, it could be this Jesus Life podcast. I hear those guys are pretty good. Dude, uh, anything this, and everything. What's like we're one still thing watching you find Survivor, yourself going back to but over and I over? I won't again. talk about that, but because I have already. But uh, so I got my wife a Kindle for her birthday, and she had gotten me one a while before that. But I really hadn't been using it very much. So. Anyway, decided to like try to really pick up reading uh, each night or yeah, kind of some each night before bed, whether it's like 10 minutes or an hour or whatever, like just ending the day reading. So I've read a few really good books and I read a few like good professional development books too. And then I was like, I just want to read a fun book, you know, or something that's like out there, whatever. Like, I really like, like that Lord of the Rings style genre, like, you know, book, uh, fiction, but that type of, type of thing. And dude, I downloaded this book, um, like Thin Blade, the Sovereign of the Seven Isles, I think it's called. And I, dude, that first book was super long uh, but I like flew through it and I'm now in the third book of, of, I think five in that series. It's been really good. Like it's not, it's not at all related to like work or life or whatever, but it's like great story and, and really well written. And then, uh, dude, I just think my brain works better when I'm like reading more, you know, or having like focused reading time. Um, like I know there's science behind that, but I, I really feel like my thinking is sharper. I go to bed better because I end the day reading rather than uh, watching TV. It's been solid, man. What about you? Do you have anything that you've been all about, whether it's uh, useful or less useful? <laughs> good, good, yeah, good. I'll give you a useful one, and then I'll give you I'll give you a less useful one, and then I'll give you a useful one. Uh, now I may have shared this before. I don't remember, but I collect TV shows. Um, nice. uh, I have an app on my phone that nice. like, tracks the iTunes store and when prices drop on complete seasons, I buy them. Uh, I so I nine recently nine. bought Brooklyn nine, Brooklyn, nine. Yeah. Was it five, five Brooklyn nine, nine. five, nine. Yeah. What's the TV show? Brooklyn five, something nine, Brooklyn nine, nine. So I just started watching that, uh, from start to finish. Uh, I'm nice. only like, I don't know, six episodes in. Nice. I watch a ton of it, but uh, that's, that's my up. most recent purchase for, I got it for 29 bucks. Just so <laughs> felt like it was a good deal. You probably don't want to know. Um, yeah. I should probably go back and see how much money I've spent on the iTunes store. Mm-hmm. I probably don't actually want to know. I won't do that. But um, when things come up, I like to buy them. I like to collect things. 
yeah. yeah. So that's probably right. my useless thing. And then the West Wing. Like I'm still watching the West Wing at night. <laughs> it's up there uh, because the West Wing's fantastic there. and best show ever created. Um, uh, oh, things I'm reading right nice. now. I uh, just picked up Eugene Peterson's memoir book called The Pastor, and just started nice. that. And then uh, Louis Giglio's new book I just picked up too. I'm only like a chapter in on that. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's like it's a sermon that he had uh, yeah. a couple years ago that I actually saw, which I don't follow Louis Giglio, um, but uh, shoot, what the heck was the name? Let me just look it up. Uh, it is called "Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table." Um, it's time to win the battle of your mind. Um, which isn't a huge struggle for me. I don't feel like nice. I battle that much in my mind. Like I don't, you know, I'm, I'm blessed enough to, I don't deal with anxiety or yeah. worry or those kinds of things. I don't feel like I give, but I know a lot of people do. I know it's a, it's an epidemic in our, our culture That's today. Cool. And, um, so I nice. thought I'd, I'd dig into that one, but I'm, I'm not that far. I'm farther into the pastor. Um, but yeah, those are probably the the two things. And then like things I'm always going back to. Uh, no, none of our listeners will care because they don't watch hockey. And nice, it's offensive to me, but whatever. Uh, but I listen to a podcast religiously called Spin Chicklets um, that I absolutely love. It reminds me of the hockey locker room, nice. just like good buddies hanging out and making fun of each other uh, and talking about hockey. Right. Um, right. I wouldn't right, right. listen to it if uh, you don't like curse words or crew talk. Uh, you'll be offended. Um, it is locker room talk, so I'm not <laughs> recommending it to you uh, if you don't so like funny. locker room talk or you're offended by locker yeah. room talk. But I do miss team sports, and that's what I miss in team Dude. sports, that com- yeah. camaraderie. Yeah, around. I miss team sports too, man. Just I was whatever. thinking about that, yeah. and I just I don't have a ton of time to go. And, like, I really want to get in a soccer pickup league at some point. Um, I just don't – I don't know if this year is the right year for me to do that, but sometime soon – Definitely is because, you know, even in the like pickup league team situations, it's still super fun. You know, nothing like back in the day being on a team for a full year um, like I was in in high school and playing like multiple sports with the same people and all that stuff. But, you know, something about being on a team, man, that's just good. And playing sports. I think it's one of those things where like, like reading, like many other things, it forces you to 100% focus on exactly what you're doing rather than like working on a bunch of different stuff. You know, that's the beauty about a sport is like you start thinking about something else while you're doing it and there's pretty immediate consequences, you know, um, you get tackled or slid, like make a bad play or mess up or whatever. And then you got to look at your team and be like, yeah, my head wasn't in the game. I messed up, you know, so I don't know, man. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's too like it's that it's that common goal that you're accomplishing together, um, like that that brings teams together that you have to sacrifice yeah. for, you have to work hard for, and like you have to be accountable for. Like when you screw up, you screw up. Like I was just I was just thinking through. Um, they were interviewing on Spin Chicklets a, a goaltender recently. I used to play goalie. Um, I guess technically I still yeah. do if I was playing, but I don't play. I just carry the gear around from house to house. Um, <laughs> maybe one day I'll get back into it. But uh, like 
you let in a bad goal. Like I remember like those emotions yeah. of like, I just screwed my team over. Now they gotta, they gotta score goals to get me out of this. Um, now mm-hmm. I can't let another one in. And then you let another one in and you're like, Oh man, I'm making it hard for them. Um, it's just that team accountability that we just don't see. And sometimes you're on a yeah. team like with work and, and you get a little bit of it, but I don't know. Some of sports is just different. It's not the same. It's not the same level of success you yeah. feel when you accomplish something yeah. together. Um, or it's not the same like defeat you feel when you lose something together. Um, like I remember, yeah. you know, big tournaments and those kind of things and like losing it in the finals where you're just like, you've got to be kidding me. Uh, I played for one team that we used to do like a summer tournament every year and it's just a for fun team, but a lot of us played together during the season as well. And, uh, uh, this was a team that liked to go to hotels and drink a lot. So majority of our games were played either drunk or hungover. <laughs> And then we got to the championship and everyone's like, dude, we got to be on our best behavior. No drinking <laughs> yeah. tonight. Like we got to win in the morning. And then we played horrible. So that team never again didn't <laughs> oh drink. Because they oh, they crazy. came to the conclusion crazy. that they played better drunk. Yeah. We never, that was never an issue with soccer. We never won because great, you just have to you know, run for 90 minutes and you would die <laughs> if you had been like drinking the night before. So, yeah. You just run, dude. Yeah, that's the thing about soccer, man. Yeah. You guys run uh-huh. so much, like every, even yeah, like indoor soccer. Stop. You're like you smaller stop, field. You just get you're like no, you like, just run. You constantly, yeah, you, just you never keep stop running. Moving. Yeah, um, we would literally no all summer like training. We would do we would do six miles timed uh, to right. start practice. Then for a three hour practice. Then after the six miles, then we would take like a water break. Uh, then we would do, uh, like wind sprints, you know, like suicides and stuff. Then we would end with an hour of playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Everybody gets, yeah. I love how every, so the last like 60 minutes would just be straight up playing soccer after you'd just been running for like two hours. It was brutal, but we were in awesome shape. Like any one of us could just run 90 minutes full bore. No problem. It was nuts. Yeah. So much running. That's crazy. Just so much running. All right. In sports, coolest trophy you ever got, either because it looked cool Crap. or the I, reason behind you getting the I trophy. I didn't was get cool. any killer trophies. I got. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. You were the most I... improved player your sophomore year, was you? Yeah. They always. They always think that no, that trophy is like a trophy. cool trophy. Yeah, you're like, yeah, but it's it's never. You never want that trophy. Yeah, like, that means you sucked at one Nobody point. Nobody wants that trophy. And now you you, you may still suck, but you're no, better than actually, you used to. Actually, dude, suck. for track, like, I, don't I won some really killer medals. Um, and like we went to state as a team and like did some. Yeah, we got like did really well at state in Ohio. Um, Ooh, for our track meet stuff, but. Um, won some killer medals and the best was that like we set a school record for the four by eight, um, four by 800 race, which I don't even remember what our record was, but I remember it was like 12 seconds better than the last record from our school ever. So that was like, that was a big deal. Um, I was pretty pumped about that. Um, while you say your answer, I got to step away for like 30 seconds. I'll be right back. That's cool. Uh, mine, my coolest trophy by far, uh, was this like crystal trophy that we got at some all-star game in high school. 
Um, I want to say it was for like the my goalie, you know, tandem one, whatever the, I would assume it's like what the NHL does now. It was a, you know, breakaway kind of contest kind of thing. I don't remember it that well, but um, it was like this super slick crystal trophy. It was like in the shape of a goalie. It said like whatever the name of the league was. I don't remember what it's called now, but um, that was like, I was like, this is all actually most trophies are like, they look like trophies are stupid, whatever. I don't never kept any of them. Uh, but this one trophy, I was like, dude, I'm keeping this sweet trophy. And then I forgot it in the locker room when I left. And I never saw it again. So there's somebody out there that walked into the locker room after we all left and has my Man. You know, crystal trophy of a little goalie for being the best set of goaltenders at the All-Star game. Um, but the best, the best trophy, and it wasn't really even a trophy. I don't think, oh, no, they they get dig of his plaques was... Um, uh, I don't know if it's my sophomore year of high school, maybe. Um, I think my sophomore yeah. and junior year, we were they did like all state where they named your all state teams. Um, but I made all state both those years, and they announced wow. our name at the Coyotes wow. game, which was pretty slick. And then gave us a sweet to like hang I can't out believe and, somebody stole uh, your trophy, man. Or you um, left? That was you, le- best, you lost it. I don't know trophy. if somebody stole it. Uh, and they got you my name right, it. which is ah. He, yeah, he didn't steal up. it. I just, I never went back. I never tried to find it. I just assumed it was gone forever. Um, I didn't notice it for like two <laughs> weeks too. And I was like, you know what? I don't know where that trophy is. Maybe it's in my bag. Never found it again. Uh, but they got, but the, the Coyotes game, nice. like most people don't that's get my last up. name right. Um, but the announcer nailed it. I was like, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> um, like to know language, I guess, well enough to know like how, certain things based on the name where they come from totally now i i would assume that like you got russian players and european players in the nhl like it was there now it was the coyotes announcer uh that you'd have to like figure out how to say and i just remember thinking (laughs) to myself like that would be one of yeah i'm not a i'm not a good reader (laughs) i don't i don't i can't sound words out um and i just remember thinking to myself that would be the worst job that would be so stressful every time every time Josh Birdchamp. Every time. Like, I'd be stressed for, like, that's probably the only thing I ever get stressed about. I'd be stressed for days leading up to it, knowing I'd have to pronounce this name that I'm, yeah, that yeah. I'm not 100% sure. I do this, like, preaching. Like, there's word, there's names in scripture that I just, I don't know how to pronounce. So you get on whatever right. and you listen to it over and over again, but I can't sound words yeah. out. So if I don't have it, I don't have it. And if I forget it while I'm in front of you, know, however many people, I'm screwed. Sometimes I just skip the word and see if anyone notices. Um, sometimes I do. Sometimes they don't. But um, sometimes they probably just think I'm dumb. <laughs> like, has more. Yeah. He just yeah. butchered that word. And it's like Jesus' name. And you're like, dang it. Screwed that up. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I actually spell Jesus wrong just, on a regular basis. Geez. I forget the first S when I'm writing it. <laughs> we don't need that S. It's weird. That's My funny, brain's man. just like, nah, we don't need uh. that S classic uh-huh. <laughs> if i didn't have so autocorrect i would be in a world of like trouble when it comes to spelling back. all the time <laughs> like, that's for sure put you, put in there. my problem is that i don't get close enough to a word to be able to um get it right so like my autocorrect's like <laughs> i have no suggestions for you i don't i don't know what you're trying to write right now um which is always a sad day but google i don't know google algorithms they got something up there 
but Google always gets it right. So I just go over to a Google page or I guess DuckDuckGo. So I don't use Google anymore, but it's what they do. can't trust those big tech people following you all around and trying to sell you things. Um, but I go to uh, DuckDuckGo and search it and DuckDuckGo figures it out. It was like testicles. Like I typed testicles to your wife and I couldn't figure out. It kept showing a red line. I was like, I think this is how you spell it. It looks I right. Guess and I typed is in a okay Google. to say. We, we like, got the freedom on that one. Like, Just okay. don't say balls anymore, no Josh. Whatever no more, you do. No more red line. Quit it. You know, don't say balls. Although yeah. it it is easier to Can't spell. Say that's balls. for sure. Um, Such a good yeah, word to Easier balls. to spell than Just testicles. Like a fun one to say. <laughs> yeah, man. You and I are. True. Yeah. True. Um, True. If you can't spell we're not balls, great spellers, I'm but sorry. we tend to be good talkers. So I guess that's, you know, <laughs> that's the strength. You got to be one or the other. I don't think you can be both. I think you got to be one or the other. But then you got those talkers out there that like to use big words. And like, I have a couple of people I work with that way. And I'm, I feel like I'm constantly <laughs> typing in their words to figure out what the heck they mean. You're like, what did they just say? I can't remember what the word was now. There's a word recently that has a completely different meaning than I thought it did. <laughs> I was rather surprised. I was like, That's I funny. swear, I thought that oh, is a different definition of that word. And I've used it that way. And apparently I've been Dude, using it wrong I, my time. I apologize, I but I really now, need but... to bounce. Um, and our girls are about to be crazy. So I need to help Good out old. with that and then prep for my next meeting. Um, so I need to jump. Yeah. They're about to lose it. Nice. Hey, dude, as always, it was good to catch up with you. Um, you can take off. We will see you later. We start a new series uh, next week, guys. We have a couple ideas what that series may be, but we won't share those ideas with you yet because uh, we don't want to lie to you and it'd be something different. But if you haven't had an opportunity to check out Dwell, check out Dwell. This is com forward slash Dwell. Um, it can be a great tool for you to help foster a relationship. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Appreciate you. Bye. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with Jesus and with other people. And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you. We want to hear from you. You can email us at hello at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. You can message us on Facebook and Instagram, or you can just visit us at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. But seriously, thanks for listening.